Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Alicia Bryceland. Uh, she's a singer, a voice teacher, and a certified Alexander Technique teacher. Uh, she studied at the uh, New England Conservatory of Music, and she's been teaching voice and Alexander Technique in New York City and northern New Jersey for many years. And we're going we're gonna to talk to, we've done a series of podcasts about the Alexander Technique for Singers, which is Alicia's specialty. And we just completed one about uh, using Alexander uh, directions and inhibition and awareness uh, processes to help with stage fright. But uh, to, to in this podcast, we're going to emphasize the hands-on aspect of the Alexander Technique. Uh, Alicia, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Robert. Could you, uh, could you begin by uh, giving our listeners a very short uh, description or definition of the technique? Sure. Uh, the Alexander Technique is a way to... Um, experience directly what it is like to do um, significantly less work in any activity you can possibly think of. Mm -hmm. So it's a way to open up your mind and your body to a completely different experience of um, performing that activity. Mm -hmm. And less work but not sacrificing anything in the way of, of uh, output, so to speak. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's less work, but doing it much more efficiently right. and with less excess tension. So in the long run, the output is better. Right. So um, we're going to talk mainly today uh, in, in this podcast about uh, how Alexander's, how and why, I guess, Alexander teachers use their hands in teaching. And we're emphasizing uh, working with singers, but I think I think a lot of what we're going to say is going to be pretty general. So even if you're not a singer, you might might be interested in this. Um, so um, say a little bit about your reason for using hands with a singer and how how you use them and what you're hoping to achieve by using your hands instead of, for example, just giving them verbal instructions? Well, verbal instructions are extremely important mm -hmm. because everyone has to use their own mind in order to work with their bodies. This is the concept behind the Alexander Technique, as you well know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so it's very interactive. Alexander Technique is not a treatment. It's not like getting a massage. You go in, you get massaged, and then it's done and over with. Right. Um, the student is learning and learning how to use their mind uh, in order to interact in a much more um, efficient and... Um, um, holistic way with their own bodies. The hands-on component is a tremendous teaching tool to sort of up the um, um, the rapidity with which a student can understand the sense of freedom, understand um, exactly what the thinking can 
translate in the body. Mm -hmm. So um, I use hands-on in order to give my uh, students an experience of what it's like to do less, to mm -hmm. let go of the uh, little tensions that we all tend to have in certain places in our bodies. Um, and to have just the coordination working the way that it was designed to work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when, but with uh, habits of misuse of adding extra tension that that people have in just about every field, and certainly in singing, um, mm -hmm. verbal instruction is going to help a lot. But it could be that a little hands-on guidance would really clarify what it is you're hoping helping them to be able to achieve absolutely yeah absolutely and this is the big difference between um a voice lesson with a singer where all of the instructions are really verbal mm -hmm. um or or auditory um some some teachers voice teachers like to give examples say okay it should sound like this mm -hmm. and then have the student imitate mm -hmm. um i i tend not to do that i find that to be um less helpful Mm -hmm. But I'll give directions about what the body part needs to be doing, what the part of the vocal mechanism needs to be doing. And um, when I put hands on and my hands, because of my training, um, can give a real sense of freedom and ease to that part of the body that I'm I'm putting it on, mm -hmm. um, then this is a completely different experience than hap what happens in most voice lessons. Um, singers yeah. normally have to search for this freedom on their own. They have to search for all the coordination. They have to search for what it's like to let go of um, all these little tiny muscles. And that can take a long time. But the Alexander hands-on can give them an immediate sense of, oh, all of a sudden um, this feels light. All of a sudden my breathing is just opening and flowing uh, very easily when it doesn't do that. All of a sudden my larynx is relaxing down where normally I have to struggle in order to get that to happen. So the body, everything that happens to the body, the body records and can mm -hmm. learn from. Right. So the more times you have this experience of the breath flowing and the rib cage opening up um, the way it's supposed to for the inhalation, every time you experience the larynx releasing and relaxing down in a free neck, the body records that and learns from it. Mm -hmm. So with the Alexander technique, basically then we're applying the thinking Mm -hmm. and giving directions to the bodies to this experience of freedom and ease and letting go. Mm -hmm. Then the singer can use the, the mental aspect and uh, recreate the, this wonderful sense of freedom and ease that the hands-on um, in the Alexander technique can give. Mm -hmm. Now, m one of my uh, Alexander teachers, uh, uh, Marjorie Barstow, who had just amazing hands, uh, she, mm. used, she used to say sometimes when she was working using her hand, she would say, well, I'm doing some of your thinking for you with my hands. <laughs> that is, uh -huh. she's uh, t uh, 
may be drawing their attention or their thinking in, in ways that they might not be able to quite do on their own. And of course, she was also hmm. giving them an experience uh, that they may never have had before of freedom and ease. Mm-hmm. And then she mm-hmm. would, she, her general approach was to wean people off hands-on work as much as possible so they could achieve it mm-hmm. for themselves. And she would say, well, if you can sing this way with my, my hands helping you, even for just a few seconds, it means that ability is there. And it's really just up to you to, to figure out the best way to bring it out. You know, to use mm-hmm. your own thinking and own directing and so on. So that was, mm-hmm. I found that a very, and I use that phrase a lot with my students in general. I say, well, yeah, I'm going to use my hands to guide you here, but it, it's not a permanent solution. It's it's a, a transit right. transitional process, really. Right. It's it's for learning, so that the body can mm-hmm. learn. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because it's 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 a it's a direct transmission mm-hmm. of energy and really sort of information. Right. Um, and I always learned in my trainings that um, when you're doing hands-on, um, you have two people thinking and two people inhibiting and two people directing. Right. So it, it really sort of amplifies the experience. And exactly. yeah, so that makes yeah. perfect sense what, what she said. But yeah. we don't have the luxury of having someone following us around to put hands-on whenever we want, unless no. we're super rich. <laughs> so... <laughs> And even then, if you were a singer and you hired someone to stand behind you while you sung and give you hands-on work, it might be a, a little odd, right, <laughs> to be Just on stage with your own personal teacher. But I want to get back to like something. A oh, really, yeah. I'm but sorry, I, I, said, I said like a ventriloquist, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get back to something that you were talking about earlier about uh, the difference between um, your lessons and a, and lessons from a singing teacher. And th- to me, mm-hmm. that gets to a basic issue that I don't think many people have really thought through, that someone could be an amazing singer, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the ability and and they might be an amazing singing teacher, but they may not be an amazing person at helping you improve your overall coordination. That that's a separate mm. skill. And they may yes. have very good coordination themselves, and, and the, the better their coordination is, the better it is for the person they're teaching because they're they're going to be mimicked by their students to a certain extent. And so if you have a singer who's really well coordinated teaching you, you're going to pick up some of that. But that person may not be a specialist in helping you with coordination issues. It's like too much Mm -hmm. to expect of every singing teacher that they also be an expert in coordination. That's Absolutely. And yeah, it's a completely different area of, of study. It yes. is. 
It's just like singing, with, it, yeah. singing itself is so complex. Singing, right. getting the singing mechanism working is so complex. That's that's a, a lifetime study on its own. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you really do have to take the time out to um, focus on the Alexander technique, learn that, and then you can um, apply these wonderful skills and the wonderful tools that it offers to um, the activity of singing. Now, what would you say, um, I mean, there are a lot of Alexander teachers who are really good Alexander teachers but don't know how to sing. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I certainly am not a very good singer, and yet I work with with (laughs) singers all the time and seem to be able to help them. Does that seem paradoxical Mm -hmm. to you, or how would you explain that to a singer? What, what, why would I go to someone that doesn't really know much about singing to help me? Because by improving your overall body coordination, mm-hmm. the voice as being part of the body will automatically improve. Right. And... I have seen, you know, so many um, people when I was training, so many of my students, when I work on their necks, for instance, and their necks start to release and free up, then automatically their breathing mechanism starts to work better. Because that's the way our bodies are built. And this is 100%. Every single person is built the same way. We have the same design, the same blueprint. Mm -hmm. So Alexander uh, teachers learn how to work with the overall design of the body. Mm-hmm. And the vocal mechanism automatically improves as a result. Right. Yes. So, I mean, you yeah. you are, are a singer and a you trained as a singer and as an Alexander teacher. But that's the exception, mm-hmm. not the rule, I would say, in, yes. in our, our world. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I just wanted to put a little pitch in here for for singers who are listening to this. Uh, don't think that your teacher needs to know a lot about singing. A teacher can help you mm-hmm. a lot uh, without actually being knowledgeable about singing terminology and so on and all the mm-hmm. rest of it. Um, is there a, what, what else would you like to say about about uh, the bene- the usefulness of hands-on work for for singers that we haven't covered? Um, I think that until um, a singer actually has an Alexander lesson mm-hmm. and experiences what it's like, mm-hmm. um, that that singer won't really understand how similar in many ways it is to having a really great voice lesson when all of a sudden singing feels uh, easier and lighter and so much less effortful. It really is it really is so much the same process, but just applied to the whole body and the coordination of the whole body versus the coordination of the vocal mechanism itself. Right. So I would... I would I would really um, challenge uh, as many students as possibly can to just go try to have one or two Alexander lessons mm-hmm. and just feel what it's like because it's it's extraordinarily similar to voice lessons when you have a eureka moment and all of a sudden things seem to fall into place. 
Yeah. Now, for some people, it might yeah. take more than just a couple of lessons to sort of really, really feel the lightness and the ease. But it's it's incredibly possible, and it's right there. This is something that, you know, I would say the vast majority of Alexander teachers can offer to singers. Right. Um, so take advantage. It really doesn't cost that much money, and I think you'll be quite blown away by by trying it. Yeah, and I would second that. I think I think most Alexander teachers uh, who have worked with singers uh, and musicians in general have lots of experience of uh, a singer or an instrumentalist um, suddenly realizing that they can play, sing, or play well with way less effort than they ever imagined, and with a light. A, a, greater amount of lightness and a better quality of singing or playing yes it, and absolutely it, it is, everything improves everything improves <laughs> everything and, improves and it can be a, <laughs> and to be honest it can be it can be disconcerting uh it's, it, yes. it can be very disconcerting because it does call into question certain aspects of what you've been told to do sometimes so that's that's something you got to factor in um, but uh, the benefits are pretty amazing so they are anything else that you want to say before we uh, bring this conversation to a close no i i think that that's it okay. i just think that more more singers should really try the Alexander Technique because it has an amazing amount to offer. Absolutely. It, it, I, I could not agree more. Um, my guest today has been Alicia Bryceland, who's a singer, a voice teacher, and certified Alexander Technique teacher in New York City and northern New Jersey. Uh, if you live in that area and what we've talked about intrigues you, give her a call. I'm going to put a link to her website by the interview. And I'll also mention that her website has a lot of information about the Alexander Technique for Singers. Many, many articles. So it's a, it's a wonderful resource for anybody who's interested in, the, in this connection. Alicia, thanks so much for this. Great. Thank you, Robert. <laughs>